Hello, and welcome to James Ames Business. This podcast is entitled Support for Businesses and People, and as you might expect, this concerns the ongoing coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic. I'm recording this lunchtime, Friday the 27th of March, and I'm going to put it live straight away. Please appreciate that this topic is evolving. Uh, Things are being said by government ministers, and then typically a few days later, we're getting some actual regulations uh, published, which do differ slightly, or we're getting guidance documents to pad things out and so on. Um, Do please appreciate that some of this may change. So this is a brief summary of the sorts of uh, support that SME businesses are or might be eligible for. So I've got a I've got a small list I'm going to go through and we shall see. So first of all, small business grant funding. This is a grant, not a loan, a grant of ten thousand pounds. There's stipulations around what the rateable value of your building must be, and you must be a business that gets either small business rate relief or rural rate relief. If that might apply to you, look for pages on gov.uk around small business grant funding. There's a second grant scheme which pays either £10,000 or £25,000, again as a grant. This is for businesses in the retail, hospitality or leisure sectors. And again, do refer to the pages on gov.uk find out more about that if you run a, a pub a nursery or whatever it might be the business interruption loan scheme this will give your business or may give your business a loan of up to five million pounds obviously not every business is going to get the full five million essentially you need you as the business need to come up with a proposal that would be realistic and reasonable for a business of your size and scale were it not for the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, And you apply through the British Business Bank and through banks that are signed up to them. Uh, a, A number of high street banks are included. Obviously, if this is a loan, this is re- repayable. There will presumably be personal guarantees required. Do some proper research, some proper reading. Businesses may apply to HMRC to defer VAT, VAT and income tax payments. You need to make this request before they're due. So specifically, if you have a VAT payment which is due now or on Monday, you really need to be contacting them today. HMRC do offer a general uh, time to pay scheme for any business that's struggling, whether as a a result of this pandemic or other reasons. Uh, 
and the, the, the message really is to get in contact with them uh, at the earliest stage possible. If you have an accountant, uh, obviously do take advice before calling. Uh, statutory sick pay, uh, I did cover this uh, in my previous podcast, but uh, a, an SME business can now reclaim 14-day uh, uh, statutory sick pay payments. Uh, whoop, whoopie do! it's about £190 uh, for across the 14 days. But again, in, in these times, it is better than nothing. Furlough leave. I'm going to make a couple of points here. There's been, obviously, lots of information given uh, initially from the Chancellor. Uh, there's now uh, guidance uh, available on uh, the gov.uk pages. So the, the essence of this scheme, how it works, uh, this, is, this is for those businesses that, uh, that employ staff, uh, obviously, uh, is that as an alternative to laying somebody off, making them redundant, dismissing them, you can put them on furlough leave. This will pay from the government 80% of their salary to a maximum of £2,500 per month, plus the deductions that you need to make on that as well. And we now know that the period of furlough leave must be at least three weeks. Uh, it's important also to point out, uh, especially if you've already done it and you've got uh, March salary payments that you're due to make uh, on Monday or Tuesday, uh, that you, the business, will be expected to pay this and receive something from HMRC, we believe, at the end of, uh, of next month, the end of April. Uh, as I understand, there will be some kind of a web portal that will go online in, in early April, and on there you put, uh, obviously, the specific details. Unclear at the moment whether or how this links to the various payroll products that transfer information to HMRC. Again, please, please appreciate this is this is new for everybody, uh, including as accountants and including people at HMRC. A uh, couple of other things around the scheme. Uh, as I say, it's uh, it's three week minimum period. So, for example, you could put some workers on furlough leave for three weeks then bring those workers back into the business and then put a different group on furlough leave for three weeks if, if that works in, in the best interest of your business. It is the employer, you, the managers, the business owners, you get to offer this to your, to your employees. There is no, there's no mechanism for an employee to request or ask or anything to have this. It's, it comes from yourselves and while you can obviously factor in people who are high risk as defined you do otherwise need to make the decision on a fair and uh, transparent basis uh, so the person who is on fur the people on furlough leave they must do no work at all for that employer as i understand they may work elsewhere 
and they may undertake volunteering. They may also undertake training. And if there's any compulsory training that relates to your business that you require them to do, they must receive um, the national minimum wage for those hours that they are actually doing that compulsory training. Uh, obviously, if there's optional training, something that you do not require, but that the employees would like to do, maybe you still pay for it, but you do not require it, then that, do that doesn't apply. Your business must have had your PAYE scheme in place on the 28th of February, and the relevant employees must have been on the payroll on the 28th of February. You can rehire people who were either made redundant or dismissed or laid off after the 28th of February. However, it may well be that you need to vary the employment particulars and you may need the consent of workers to allow this. That's where you would hand over to a HR advisor or an employment law solicitor. Uh, we don't want a situation where you only pay 80% uh, of someone's salary and then further down the line they institute a tribunal claim and say that their contract did not allow you to unilaterally change their salary. It's perhaps unlikely, but the employment contract, the HR angle, does need looking at. Last point to talk around is the self-employed income support. Uh, again, based on 80% of your profits, not your turnover, 80% of your profits, to a monthly maximum of 2,500. The self-employed people must have done, or submitted their 1819 tax return. This is the return that was due at the end of January, through two months ago. Uh, if you have not submitted that yet, there is an extension uh, and you can file this by the 23rd of April. I'm assuming that the normal late filing uh, penalties would still apply. Uh, but if you want to claim this self-employed income support, or you think you might, and you haven't filed the return, then it must be in by that deadline, the 23rd of April, so four weeks from now. As I say, it's your profit, not your turnover, that matters. Uh, your annual profit, based on, on the last year number from the 1819 tax return, uh, must be £50,000 or less. And over half your total income must come from self-employment. So, for example, if you have a PAYE salaried uh, job, which is where you get most of your income from, you're not eligible for this. If you have, say, property investments or, or other investments, and the income from those sources is higher than your self-employed profits, then again, you're not eligible. There is, however, an issue uh, at the moment, which is in terms of people who run a limited company, perhaps based on previous uh, tax advice, 
So those people in law are not self-employed. They are or should be an employee or an office holder of the limited company. Now, myself and a number of other senior accountants whom I know are of the opinion that based on the documents issued though thus far, you cannot furlough a sole director or the last director in a business. That's on the basis that somebody needs to remain as a serving director, a working director, who can undertake various things, including dealing with HMRC, dealing with accountants and solicitors. Uh, so until that point is clarified, and we would like to think that it will be clarified one way or the other, if you are either a sole director or there's a group of you and you are all planning to furlough yourselves, at this point in time, my opinion is that you need to keep one director who is working and functioning. Now, I've uh, been at home uh, most of this week, as as I'm sure all of us have. Uh, I've been having a daily Boris walk, which has been very nice indeed, with the with the lovely weather that that Boris has given us to coincide with this uh, this period of everybody being at home. I've also produced a couple of maths videos, uh, which I've put on the Facebook page uh, of uh, my consulting business, uh, Weekly FD. So I've got two up at the moment. Uh, one is aimed at uh, young children, three, four, five. Uh, another one aimed at children roughly 10 to 14. Uh, so if you go to facebook.com slash weeklyfd, and that's FD as in Foxtrot Delta or Finance Director, you can view a couple of short maths videos. And I do plan to do a couple more during the course of next week. Uh, depending what happens with, uh, with everything, it may be that when I do my next uh, podcast episode, which will or may be uh, Wednesday the 8th of April, I will perhaps think about doing a topic that has nothing whatsoever to do with the pandemic, uh, almost some, uh, some light relief. Uh, I did have uh, penciled in that I was going to have a couple of meetings with people I know and do a couple of podcasts on topics where there was input from other people. But obviously at the moment, uh, that, is, that is all on hold. Uh, again, if you'd like to contact me, uh, you can email me at media at weeklyfd.com and I very much welcome your questions and your suggested topics, things that you'd like to hear from me about. Uh, obviously, if, uh, if something major does happen in terms of the coronavirus support, or if this issue for the last uh, director gets uh, clarified, I will do a mini podcast uh, next week to advise you of that. As I always say, this podcast gives general comments, general opinion only. It is not intended to be formal advice for your business. 
and if you do require formal advice you should consult your accountant or solicitor as the case may be. Have a lovely weekend everybody, keep up those Boris walks and on the subject of uh, His Royal Highness my thoughts with both Boris and Prince Charles uh, as they have uh, tested positive uh, for this condition and I hope both of them make a, uh, a swift and safe recovery. Have a nice weekend folks.